Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Uh, praise the Lord, everyone. God bless you. Praise, praise the Lord. Apostle. God bless you, Pastor Cheryl and House of Shank. Um, please be patient with me. I'm trying to retrieve this um, information uh, on TalkShoe so I can see. I'm having a little trouble with my computer. How's everybody this evening? I'm good. Good blessed evening. One moment, one moment, please. Why am I having trouble? There we go. Amen. God bless you. Um, welcome to uh, welcome to the roundtable. Amen. Tonight. God bless you all. How are you all doing? Doing good. I thank God. Amen. For Pastor uh, Charlton on the call. Pastor Hickson, Pastor Shank, and uh, someone else from uh, Indiana. I think. Yes. Prophet George. Prophet George. God bless you. How are you? Awesome. How are you? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Amen. Um, um, thank God. Prophet George, uh, be so kind. Would you open up with prayer, please? Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this time on the round table. We thank you for the word that is going to come forth, that is going to sharpen our gifts, sharpen our sword. We thank you also, Lord, for the travel and mercy that you've given Apostle and family in, in their time of, uh, of the homegoing service of family member. And we ask that you, Lord, uh, sharpen our ears that, to hear. And uh, we're going to have a wonderful evening in the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We praise the Lord. And- we magnify God. Thank you, Prophet Jurjad. We did have a safe, um, safe journey to New Jersey and uh, back, and it's always <clears throat> blessed to see family. We welcome um, every uh, one that's on the call. Of course, Amen. Most importantly, Amen. We thank God even for the Holy Spirit, our Lord Jesus Christ, who has brought us Amen here together. Um, we thank the Lord for. Um, Eliza, Prophet Eliza, there in uh, the Des Moines uh, area. And um, if uh, you know anybody that's uh, near, uh, that lives in that uh, vicinity of Des Moines, Iowa, uh, we'll be there in about um, four weeks, I think. And um, we thank God, amen, for uh, for that. Uh, have something, amen, we'll share, amen, tonight. Uh, we all know. Um, that um, passing of um, Reverend uh, Billy Graham occurred yesterday, and uh, we're saddened uh, to have heard that. 
God allowed him to uh, live 99 years. Such a blessing. And uh, many people, many people that have been looking at things uh, prophetically, if you will, um, understand that it's a sign. Um, I heard this a couple of years ago that when certain fathers were to pass, that it would be a sign and a, a shifting uh, in the uh, in the kingdom for some things to uh, begin to begin to happen. We are, Amen. In uh, you all know that we are in the uh, harvest season or the end times, and uh, this is a very significant time for um, for people to come into the kingdom and. It's a time, amen, for the uh, church, the body of Christ, to awaken. Somebody, I think, on this call had shared with me previously that uh, when Paul was saying, you know, wake, wake out of sleep, that uh, he was um, speaking by revelation and referring to, amen, their inner man to awaken uh, and to be revealed and to know and to acknowledge him in the things that God wanted to do through his spirit, amen, through the church. I have some uh, um, um, things I want to share tonight, and um, it's more, I'll just say it's it's more prophetical, Um, but because because of the venue, the venue and the way we're talking, I'm just going to um, just kind of release release it, amen, here tonight. So, uh, again, thank you all for uh, being on the call, also King. Um, bless you. And uh, we want to uh, reiterate, uh, I'm sorry, God bless you, Pastor King. Please uh, go ahead and respond. God bless you. I would just say God bless everyone on the on the line tonight. Uh, amen. Amen. It's very 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 significant, uh, saints, in this end time uh, of who you're connected with, who's connecting to you. Um, we shared something last week about alignment. Not not talking about that, but very significant, and I'm going to be looking at an Old Testament passage to share something that um, uh, the Lord's placed on my heart and I I believe it's a very uh, um, I believe it's something amen that um, has already begun to happen began it's already begun to happen uh, in the kingdom we want to ask everybody to um, respect uh, everyone's uh, comments or whatever, and if, if in fact there would be any differences, please take that off uh, offline and just uh, share it one on one. This call is for uh, encouragement and uh, to sharpen uh, for iron to sharpen iron. And um, as someone shared to me, to awaken us out of our sleep, um, to awaken us out of our sleep. I, I, as well as many of you, have given up a lot um, for the sake of the uh, gospel of Christ. 
and um, a lot of things, things that uh, are a result or a, or a uh, manifested fruit, fruitfulness of uh, what you're doing sometimes are not seen um, amongst men, but God, God sees uh, those things. I want to talk about Amen something tonight uh, about the about this hidden remnant that's uh, being revealed, and uh, God is uh, preparing for this um, end time harvest. And I'm going to go back in Scripture to um, Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles uh, chapter 22, <clears throat> and I'm going to begin reading at um, the eighth verse, Second Chronicles chapter 22, and the eighth verse, where it says, and it came to pass that when Jehu was ex- executing judgment, upon the house of Ahab and found the princes of Judah and the sons of the brethren of Ahaziah that ministered to Ahaziah. He slew them. Well, first of all, amen, uh, I'm not going to, I don't want to uh, exegete every uh, verse here, but I want to talk about this uh, hidden remnant that's being released and and, uh, repeat myself, amen, that passing of uh, uh, Billy Graham was a sign and then uh, of, of things uh, that in some places have already begun and some things amen to be revealed and people to be revealed and ministries to be revealed um, you notice amen that it was Jehu or the anointing of Jehu the anointing of a man that had uh, that great zeal of God that uh, came uh, to execute and then by the will of God upon the house of Ahab, which represents, amen, all that uh, Jezebel had uh, established or attempted to establish uh, in the northern kingdom of Israel. And uh, there's a residue now in the southern kingdom in, in Judah because... Um, he's executing judgment against Ahab, and Ahab is dead. Jezebel is dead. But her daughter, Athaliah, is going to reign for six years in the southern kingdom, in the uh, in, in, in uh, Judah. And it says, the scripture plainly says that uh, he found in verse 8, the princes of Judah and the sons the brethren of Ahaziah that ministered or were aligned to Ahaziah and he slew them and so um, Ahaziah man, is uh, the uh, son of Athaliah and uh, God has raised up a Jehu uh, one with the anointing of uh, Jehu uh, to and then uh, execute judgment to bring down uh, those things that Jezebel had established that uh, 
had been infiltrated into uh, the royal house of David in the southern kingdom. And verse 9 says, he sought Ahaziah, and they caught him. He was hid in Samaria and brought him to Jehu. And when they had slain him, they buried him. And because they said he was the son of Jehoshaphat, a good king who sought the Lord with all heart, the house of Ahaziah uh, had no power uh, to keep still the kingdom. So um, when they killed um, Ahaziah, uh, because uh, he was of the lineage of uh, Jehoshaphat, they buried him. But that house had no power to keep the kingdom. There had been uh, there had been a demonic infiltration uh, into the kingdom uh, that would bring forth Amen Jesus Christ into the lineage of David. And there's a desire here, amen, to destroy all what the Bible is going to call the seed royal, all the lineage of that which is righteous, that which is holy, that which God has ordained to rule and to reign and uh, to bring forth, amen, uh, the government the government of God in the earth. So the Bible says in verse 10, but when Athaliah, the mother of Ahaziah, saw that her son was dead, she arose and destroyed all the seed royal of the house of Judah. So it was um, uh, Abeliah's uh, demonic mindset to destroy everything that was going to reign, everything that was righteous, everything that was pure, and everything's holy. And um, we all know, um, I'm not here to uh, uh, discuss uh, about um, necessarily the uh, spirit of uh, Jezebel, we know that in the uh, New Testament, in the book of Revelations, in the church of Thyatira, uh, it speaks of um, uh, Jezebel and uh, how a man uh, is awakening the uh, leader there, that they had tolerated that spirit. And uh, that is a... That is a... Uh, a strategy of the enemy uh, to give a mindset in ministries and to leadership to always tolerate uh, this uh, Jezebelian spirit which comes to control, uh, which comes, amen, to uh, distort, to uh, establish those things right alongside with those things that are righteous to bring in impurity. Um, and um, uh, so we see that the woman Jezebel died, but the spirit yet thrived, and we see it in the church of Thyatira back in that uh, first century, and yet it represents, amen, um, the fact that it would be existent in uh, all of uh, the church age, and the idea is, amen, never to tolerate the spirit of Jezebel. Or, and the thing about it is, uh, the spirit of Jezebel is so, um, uh, is so, um, uh, I won't say hidden, is so sneaky, so um, um, can't think of the word right now, but it can only be discerned spiritually. 
there has to be a, a very sharp uh, discernment. Uh, the Spirit of the Lord has to uh, reveal, to show, to expose, you know, that that spirit. And, uh, and the issue is, again, there can be no, toler- no toleration of it. And so what God did in the Old Testament when he came to bring the house of Ahab uh, and the house of uh, Jezebel down, he had to he had to raise up a Jehu. He had to raise up amen somebody that was fearless, somebody that was bold, somebody that uh, what we would say in the streets that wouldn't take nothing uh, to uh, rise up against this spirit, uh, because that spirit uh, that spirit is a spirit of intimidation, uh, and I could go on uh, and on and on. Um, it comes to my mind. Uh, one of the definitions of uh, Jezebel is without cohabitation. Um, that's why when she married, uh, when she married Ahab, she became she became the ruler. Um, uh, Ahab was uh, uh, Ahab just basically uh, followed her. Uh, she is a man one without cohabitation. In other words, if she gets any um, uh, opening, she's going to try to. Um, Going to try to rule. Uh, I'm pausing here because um, I'd had a dream uh, just uh, last week, and maybe they'll come to me before this call is over. And I know I shared it with um, um, someone, and uh, we identified it uh, as uh, uh, Jezebel. Um, and um, I've got it written down, and maybe I'll just have to, uh, don't have time to look at it. But um, I, I, I saw, you know, uh, um, you know, this woman, and we identified him, and that uh, the spirit of Jezebel was uh, uh, attempting to um, uh, arise again. And uh, before I even move on, in my years of, in my years of ministry, um, years of leadership, years of pastoring, I've I've seen uh, the effect of that spirit, uh, and uh, God has given a strategy uh, in the past to um, 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 topple it down, to to cast it out, to remove it out. But uh, just like just like the enemy, just like Satan, uh, who uh, tempted Jesus in the garden, you know he left for a season, and you know he was gonna he was gonna come back. Uh, part of uh, uh, part of uh, leadership, one of the uh, protections and uh, one of the realms of, of protection and strength for leadership are, amen, the uh, warriors, amen, who are intercessors, uh, the people that are actually uh, praying, interceding, um, uh, and understanding, amen, that uh, they engage in, in the warfare of prayer and, and uh, what we call spiritual warfare or leadership because you know, the enemies are always coming against uh, leadership. And um, so let me just move on. And so it says, amen, in verse 10, that Athaliah, the mother of Ahaziah, saw that her son was dead, and she arose and tr- attempted to kill all of uh, David's seed, all of the seed royal of the house of Judah, all of that lineage that was going to go uh, go towards uh, um, in line for Christ. To arise and reign. Verse 11 says, But Jehoshabeth, 
and uh, she's a type of uh, she's a type of intercessor. She's a she's a type of uh, 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 individual, amen. Uh, who can who's able to see in the realm of the spirit? Uh, who's able? Uh, who who has the ability? Uh, who has uh, allowed uh, her uh, spiritual life to come to a place where she's not operating? Out of the five senses, she's not operating out of emotions. She's not operating out of the flesh. She's operating out of the spirit. And uh, Jehoshaphat actually was uh, related. Uh, uh, some people say that it was uh, that Athaliah was uh, Some people say that Athaliah was Jehoshaphat's mother. Some people say it was her stepmother. She was in the family, but uh, she was able to see. She had discernment. Uh, and her name meant uh, oath of God, and she had made a covenant with God, amen, to remain pure, amen, with the things of God, even if, even if it came to the point that uh, if there was uh, sin or evil or wickedness in the family, uh, she was going to choose God. She was going to do the things that, that please God. And so she took Joash, this little, they say he's about a year old, the son of Isaiah, and stole him from among the king's sons that was slain. And she put him and his nurse in a bedchamber. Him and his nurse in a bedchamber. So when it says uh, his nurse, we know that the child is a baby. And um, so Jehoshaphat, the... Um, daughter of King Jehoram, the wife of Jehoiada the priest, for she was the sister of Isaiah. So she's in the family. She was she was a sister to the man that Jehu came, the king that Jehu came to kill. She hid him from Athaliah so that she slew him not. And what's key, uh, one of the main things that's very key in this uh, text is that... Uh, he was, it says, and he was with them, hid in the house of God six years. And the Bible says, Athaliah reigned over the land. But we see the number of man, six, that uh, Athaliah is reigning. And we see, amen, that that which is uh, God's anointed, that which uh, is to reign and to rule, uh, is hidden away where Athaliah could not touch him. And naturally, naturally speaking, the child, uh, his, uh, you know, he's going to become a baby, and then when he's seven years old, he's going to be released. And so uh, naturally speaking, his body, his bones, his muscles, you know, uh, they're being formed. You know he's he's growing up. He's he's maturing, and there's going to come a time of release uh, at, at the set point in time, and he's hidden uh, in the house of God. Now, the thing about the thing about um, we hear a lot of people talking about um, that this one or that one is hidden. Well, you know what does that mean? Because. Uh, so what's come to me is that 
you know, you can be around a lot of people. You can be in a ministry. You can be a leader of a ministry, over a ministry, um, part of a ministry, and yet you can be hidden by God within the ministry, hidden by God within the uh, uh, body of Christ, if you will. This young man was hidden in the house of God. The only ones that knew, amen, that he was there was Jehoiada, the priest, and uh, 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 the the nurse, and Joshabeah, and uh, those servants who uh, had a line uh, with them to keep him hidden. Now, why why was he hidden? Was he hidden to stay there uh, all of his life? No. The, the Lord had moved upon Jehoiada. The Bible says in chapter 23 and verse 1, in the seventh year, Jehoiada strengthened himself. And then he took those captains and, and servants, and they were getting ready to crown uh, uh, Joash king. And the Bible says in verse 12, that when they crowned him king, and, and they had a strategy. They, they set themselves out in... Uh, um, um, militarily um, to defend, you know, that which was anointed because you understand uh, this is preacher tech, preacher, um, preacher talk. There was an anointing killing spirit that had been loose in the land, in the northern kingdom and now in the southern kingdom, an anointing killing spirit. And I'm not, you know, the idea is not that the anointing can be killed, this is preacher talk, that which uh, can uh, hinder, distract that which is anointed. Uh, get get off track. Get those or that which is anointed to operate in the flesh, operate out of reason and, and not in the spirit. It's an anointing-killing spirit. And the Bible says, when Athaliah heard the noise of the people running and praising the king, in verse 12, uh, she came to the people into the house of the Lord, and she saw the king on the uh, the pillar, and she heard the music and whatever. And uh, the Bible says in verse 14, when Jehoiada the priest, you know, when they brought the uh, soldiers in, whatever, they said this, uh, don't slay her in the house of the Lord. And they laid hands on her, took her out, amen, uh, in the horse gate. And, and the Bible says, in verse 15, they took her out in the horse gate by the king's house, and that's where they slew her. That's very significant. I had never seen. I I read this before, but didn't see what I see right now. Uh, in the in the book of Nehemiah, when Nehemiah is going back to uh, restore, you know, the house of God, you know, he goes to these different. They have to restore certain gates. And one of those gates was the horse gate. Um, the horse gate, oh, wow. The horse gate represents, I mean, everybody knows, you know, if you've ever ridden a horse or seen a horse or studied a horse, you know the horse represents a natural or human strength. And they took her uh, at the horse gate, amen, because that's how she was operating. That's That's why... Thank you, Jesus. That's why in the book of Galatians, uh, chapter 5, it says uh, uh, works of the flesh 
or fruit of the spirit. And uh, uh, the Bible says the works of the flesh are manifest and are these. And any and and the thing about uh, Galatians chapter five, uh, that's really directed to the saints of God, not to the world. Uh, it's it's letting the saints know that uh, these uh, uh, manifestations of the flesh will come forth if we don't, you know, operate in the spirit. And so they slew her at the horse gate. And so um, I'm here, amen, to uh, read uh, a couple other scriptures, and then I just want to uh, release and share, you know, uh, what I I, uh, see. In um, Luke chapter 3, verse 9, it says, uh, and, and, and this I, that which I've read in uh, Chronicles, and this is that I'm reading here, I think are, are relevant, are um, a word of the Lord for now. Uh, not tomorrow, not yesterday, but now. And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees, and every tree, therefore, which bringeth not forth good fruit, is hoined down, cut down, and cast uh, into the into the fire. In other words, Amen. Everything that God and and so God is God. Uh, when uh, Billy Graham, th- this is this was happening before he passed, and it's, and it's getting ready to accelerate now. Um, uh, those things that God never planted are getting ready to get uprooted. And they're getting ready to get uprooted from that, from that, those who have been hidden, amen, hidden, amen, from uh, Athaliah, from uh, the spirit of Jezebel. And I, I've got to explain that, amen, because there are some on this call that have been hidden that are uh, actually being released. Another, uh, another uh, verse, Matthew 15 and 3. The answer and said, every plant which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up. And so um, as I was meditating on the things that uh, the Lord has been dealing with me in, in, in my mind, you know, some things that I've not even shared or, or, or shared or talked about, and, and kind of looking, seeing the direction um, in part, because we only know in part that God is uh, directing us to. He brought to my mind, Amen, that one of the reasons why there is activity, for example, outside of Cleveland, uh, you know, in the traveling, in the going here, and the goings there, is because um, um, God is directing. And not just me, with others too. With you know, many of you on the call, uh, and others, Amen. Throughout the body, God is uh, uh, unveiling; He's releasing uh, those that have been hidden in the house that uh, have been waiting in preparation, waiting uh, in prayer, in fastings, in meditation. Uh, meditation. Some who have said, you know, some who have seen, you know, others do this and do that, and they've even said to themselves, you know, uh, well, you know, what about me? 
you know, God, you know, what are you doing with me? I'm here to decree and declare that you are, amen, being released, amen, hallelujah, amen, out of the house of God. Because remember, Joash was hidden in the house of God. Now you're being released out of the house of God to be sent and released and to arise, amen, with, amen, this anointing, amen, that's going to what? Uproot, amen, these demonic systems, amen, that have uh, been allowed, amen, to grow along with the things of God. Uh, if you if you step back for a moment and look at uh, uh, the picture of Ahab uh, and uh and, and and Jezebel, and understand, Amen. That you know, God sent uh, prophets, Amen, to them. He sent His word to them, and uh, and Athaliah, and they wanted to come into those areas that were holy, and set up, Amen, their shrines, set up, Amen, Baal worship, set up, Amen, demonic systems. Even to a point, amen, that when Elijah comes on the scene with Ahab, uh, uh, a question is asked, when when Elijah uh, challenged uh, Ahab, meet me in Mount Carmel, and we're going to see, you know, uh, who, uh, uh, who, you know, which God answers by fire, they asked a question, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know who, basically, who are you going to decide? You got to decide uh, who is God. You know, is the God that Jezebel uh, established or the God of Elijah? And we have this challenge in our ministry today. Uh, I say this very respectfully. Please don't be so naive to think that everything that you see that acts holy is holy and that is righteous, that acts righteous is righteous because um, there, amen, uh, have, have been demonic systems that have been put in place because of traditions of men and uh, relig- religious, uh, religious mindsets. And um, as I said before, in the uh, seven churches in, in Revelations, uh, we see uh, Jezebel amen, in operation, and, and, and the idea was she was tolerated. And a lot of times uh, in ministries, there's a, toler- there's a toleration, amen, for things that you know are not of God. Uh, and, and sometimes it's because of it depends on the cases. Sometimes it's because of soul ties. Sometimes it's because of financial reasons. Sometimes people don't want to uh, uh, lose um, uh, uh, this this one or that one. But we're in a season and a time where there can be no toleration for the things of the devil. Uh, these demonic systems have to be uprooted. And uh, saints of God, if you if you say that you're a, a prophet, um, we're in a, we're in a time and season 
Uh, God's not calling for prophets to prophesy houses, prophesy just money. You know, <laughs> uh, God is raising up uh, the voices, amen, that uh, have the zeal of Jehu, who, amen, are challenging, amen, those things that uh, are coming to defy, amen, the things of God. We have to be like David, who, amen, would not, uh, would not allow Goliath, amen, to defy the armies of God. He challenged him. And thanks to God, we're in a place where we got, we got, we got challenged, amen, that which we see. And uh, um, um, as, as I reflect back here, uh, remember Joash, he grew up in the house of God. He had a nurse. Uh, there's a spiritual significance uh, to this. Uh, it's like being trained by the Holy Spirit. There's, there's some, there's some people, there's some people, um, well, uh, allow me to say it this, this way. Some people go to seminaries or as some preachers say cemeteries, uh, and uh, some people are trained, you know, in institutions. And then there are others, amen, that uh, have been hidden away and uh, been trained by the Holy Spirit. And I know when I, when I said hidden away, I, I just uh, kind of heard, and some people have even been frustrated, amen, in their hiddenness, not understanding why they had been hidden for so long, why why uh, they were kind of frustrated and questioning God. Why? Uh, why, Lord, are you dealing with me all this? Why do you let me see all this and not have a, uh, a place to release it, a place to vent it out, if you will, spiritually. And um, because God's been dealing with some, uh, uh, many, uh, in their hidden place and been bringing revelation, been bringing sight, been sharpening their, their discernment, I'm here to say, amen, that your hiddenness is about to be revealed, amen, because, amen, things are getting ready to be accelerated in the natural first and then in the spiritual. Um, I don't want to talk that long. Usually I stop at about 8.40, but we all saw what was happening in Florida and this place in Florida about the uh, killings. And um, thanks to God, I'm not getting off, but there's a certain hypocrisy there's a certain hypocrisy that we see uh, on on television, um, uh, and and I do have compassion. I do have mercy, amen, for the families and the loss of life. But there's another thing I see also, and this is the hypocrisy that uh, I see uh, in the fact that there were communities in our nation for years that had death that had uh, crime, that had uh, uh, evil just uh, going forth. And the country remained silent because people said, well, that's just in that neighborhood. And so for many years, amen, people um, 
um, please don't take please don't take this out of context. People would move out of certain areas and move into the so-called suburbs where they were safe. But now, amen, our things are catching up with everywhere everywhere. And now we're uh, we, we 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 see the hypocrisy that. Um, and I'm gonna I'm talking about the natural here first. We see the hypocrisy in the fact that in the inner city schools they had metal detectors and uh, certain things. I mean to make sure the guns didn't come into the inner city. Uh, you know there were no shootings. And when you see these shootings, these mass shootings, they don't occur, they don't occur in the uh, inner cities. They occur in the places where they said, you know, we're safe. We uh, we're, we're, we have a model um, we have a model uh, a community. As a matter of fact, even this place that was um, had the uh, shootings the other day last year, they said it was one of the safest was voted one of the safest communities. And so we see that there's an acceleration of evil, and it's happening everywhere, everywhere. And and, and now people are responding because it's happening everywhere. In the spiritual realm, people are getting tired. Uh, people that are hearing, hearing the voice of God, hearing Holy what the Holy Spirit is saying to their heart, what Holy Spirit is speaking to them, they're getting tired of uh, of, of of seeing people do the uh, religious and traditional and fleshly things uh, in in ministry and in church. And God is God is releasing. God is bringing forth that which is hidden to the forefront. And so, some of the some of the people, even on here, that have been, um, um, what, you know, the Lord let me know that uh, he, if I can use myself as an example, and I, if I use myself as an example, the Lord is releasing me, sending me. Um, to, you know, individuals, to places, amen, because these people, amen, have been hidden. And uh, even though uh, some people uh, are in uh, what we would, you know, when I was in my 20s, you know, I'm in my 60s now, right? When I was in my 20s, I used to say uh, 60s, are, uh, 60s are old. But now that I'm in my 60s, I don't think 60s are old at all. And, um, uh, but, God is sending, releasing, uh, activating people in their older, what we call older age, and he's going to do more in their life and ministry than in, in the years previous to them. Uh, there are many people uh, on this call that are in their 50s and 60s, and uh, God amen, is raising you up, and don't look at, don't look at this in a chronological time. Look at this in God's Kairos time. This is God's time for you. God's time for you to be released. And the key is, amen, to have the boldness, the the zeal of a Jehu, and be able, amen, to hear what Holy Spirit is saying to you. Holy Spirit is showing and uh, uh, releasing uh, things Amen uh, to you, not just for you. He's he's he, 
there's a, you're in you're in a class, you're in a preparation stage, and you're getting ready to graduate, and you're getting ready to come forth, and um, uh, God has been preparing you uh, uh, for for that. Um, uh, allow me. I just found this. Um, I just found this. Um, I'm, I'm looking for my dream. Looking for my dream about this uh, spirit of spirit of Jezebel. Um, uh, allow me just to pause here for a moment. Okay, here here it is. Here it is. This 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 dream occurred. Uh, this dream comes. Um, last Friday, uh, um, Thursday night, and I'm just going to read it. Not looking for, not looking for an interpretation, unless the Holy Spirit gives you something. But uh, we're not looking for any guesses. It says, um, uh, "I dreamt that I was in a place, and a lady comes out of the building, and she was heavy set." Uh, and, and the thing about it is, saints, this lady had one eye. I, I remember seeing her now. Uh, and uh, I was coming out of the building. All of a sudden, she walks up. Okay, the dream's coming to me now. The She walks up. Um, she walks up alongside me. I don't know where she came from, but she walks up alongside me. I guess she came out of the house. She had one eye, and the other eye was closed. I don't know what happened to it. And uh, she says she did not have any, she did not have any food to eat. And um, she said, um, she said something about her children and one being five. But then said something to make me think that she's lying about the age of them and that she was that she is lying. And she says she wants help from me, but I said I can't help. And I said this because I had lost my wallet, and uh, I remembered I had to go back to this um, stadium or stage stadium or something for my wallet. So I go to a place to find my wallet, and she walks along with me. And then as I walk uh, forward to find my wallet, I, I notice in the back of me that she kind of distances herself from me. And then I notice caught in the, my eye. She turns away towards where my car is, and I think, and then I think in the dream that she's going after my car. And then I went to go look for my car in the lot, and I don't remember if I found it or if she stole it or whatever. And uh, I began to, you know, rebuke this lying spirit and this spirit, um, um, Apostle uh, King. Are you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. I'm getting ready to read something. I was listening to. I was listening to your. I think you had a session. Um, I'm not sure if it was Tuesday or what, but this. I, I'm getting ready to read. I'm getting ready to read something that I heard uh, that the Lord dealt with you uh, when you were in that car, and this is what I'm going to read. You'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. And I, I rebuked that. I, I said I rebuked this lying spirit and the spirit of sabotage. And I, if I recall, um, Apostle King, um, um, 
God had given, God has shared something to you about sabotage. Is that right? Yes, I was, uh, the Lord had uh, was saying uh, for the people uh, that because they were, they uh, were not prepared uh, that the, the spirit of uh, ambush, that the uh, enemy ambush, was yeah, coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead, please. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes, and that's what I was sharing, that the people were not ready. They were not paying attention and, uh, due to the fact that they did not pay attention, the enemy came with ambush. So God was using me to go back and get the people out of danger. In other words, I got out and he allowed me to go back in to get the people out. Amen. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Puzzle. And um, 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 understanding understanding dreams at, at times when you see a vehicle, it represents ministry, represents uh, um, the movement of, of ministry and whatever. And um, so, you know, we uh, realized, amen, that um, 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 this spirit, amen, uh, has sought, amen, to uh, bring sabotage, amen, or as Apostle King said, uh, ambush. And so uh, what got, uh, let me put this together and then kind of open this up and, and say to God, when you, when you respond, you know, what we're looking for is to respond in line with what Apostle Griffin is sharing. Uh, respond in line with what I'm sharing. And so, uh, so we can all be in alignment. And so whenever you saw in the Bible, in the Word of God, where, amen, there was an operation, um, of, um, the uh, demonic, uh, there's a demonic trinity. Thank you, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Let me let me share let me share something with you. There are three. There are. We understand, Amen, that the uh, weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, and that we do not wrestle with flesh and blood. We don't wrestle with each other. We don't wrestle with flesh and blood. We're wrestling, we're wrestling with spiritual entities. And and uh, uh, Satan has a threefold cord. There are three pri- there are three primary ruling. Demo- I'll just call them demonic entities or demonic systems. Um, one is the spirit of Jezebel. One is, amen, the spirit of death and hell. And a few moments ago, I remember what the third one was. And um, and so uh, it 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 kind of leaves my it leaves my mind. I just had all three. And so, uh, primarily, primarily, when we're engaging in in warfare uh, in the heavenlies. Warfare in prayer, warfare in the realm of the spirit, that uh, we've got to uproot these uh, uh, demonic 
these demonic uh, systems. And one of the primary ones that will attack ministries is the uh, spirit of Jezebel. Now, the traditional church used to teach that what the that what the spirit of Jezebel Jezebel was was the earrings and the makeup and the lipstick and don't put any color in your hair and all this, etc. They said it was that because Jezebel. Um, in the Old Testament, you know, she made herself up when Jehu came to try to entice him. It is a, you know, it is a seducing, it is a, a seducing spirit. And one of the things about seduction is uh, you don't know you're being seduced. Uh, um, and let me just let me just roll this up. Let me just kind of finish this. So in in the scripture. What uh, every time you see the Lord raising up His people to uh, to combat to uh, to to war against this spirit, He ra- He raised up the prophets. Uh, Any time, uh, if you are prophetic, you're called into the prophetic. If you're in a prophetic house, you're going to see. Uh, some manifestation of the spirit of Jezebel. Um, those of us that are part of the EMFI, when we had our uh, conference here in Cleveland this past summer, do you all re- do you all remember? I mean, when Pro- Prophet uh, Blake was uh, ministering, and uh, Apostle Linville Nelson was in the church here in Cleveland. And he said he saw, uh, Pastor Dean, do you remember this? He saw a woman in the spirit come and sit down in one of the chairs while the ministry, prophetic ministry was going forth, while deliverance was going forth, while healings were going forth. He said he saw a woman come in and just sit in the spirit and just observed. And... um, now, I can't remember what else happened, but um, he prayed against it, and it got up, and it left. That was the spirit. Of, that was the spirit of Jezebel. That was a witch, a spirit of Jezebel, amen, that mm-hmm. came, and he saw it in the. Uh, and and the thing is, you you cannot see these. You cannot see the demonic systems. You cannot see the demonic world with your natural eyes. You cannot see the demonic world. With your intelligence, and I see the demonic world even with with your book learning. They have to be uh, revealed by Holy Spirit, by the Holy Ghost. And so, um, the spirit of Jezebel, the spirit of Jezebel hates the prophets. They hate the prophetic ministry. Um, That's why, Amen. The prophetic uh, ministry goes. That's why there's such a great warfare. Amen. Uh, coming against those that are prophetic, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to re- I'm not going to release it right now, but I can just see it. The, the Lord's bringing to my mind um, um, that the, about somebody on this call that has had warfare, um, warfare mentally. 
I'm not saying they have mental illness. I'm talking about there's a warfare. And that's that spirit, amen, coming, amen, to um, um, uh, challenge them, to uh, slow them down, to hinder them. Because they are because you are on the right you're on the right road. You're 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 doing the right thing. You're on the right path. And 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 that enemy that enemy will come to try to wear you out. But but he raises the prophetic ministry. He raises those that have a pure word that can see. Uh, um, the enemy does not want um, uh, let me just kind of be real here, saints of God. Uh, you, you get you get you got two kinds you got two kinds of people in church. You, according to the Apostle Paul in the Book of Corinthians, you got the carnal folks and you got spiritual folks. Carnal people spake in tongues. Carnal people prophesied, uh, and and uh, because in the Corinthian church, you know he he deals with them. He, he deals with them. He talks about prophecy, but he lets them know, you know, that they have to operate in love. And and so uh, when we're carnal, we want to do things based on how we feel, what we think, what we know in our senses. Uh, we cannot defeat. We cannot war against, amen, that which comes against us. We cannot arise, be awakened in the realm of the we cannot be awakened by God in our in our flesh, and so um, I really honestly feel like continuing to talk, but I'm 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 not. I, God is releasing, um, um, in one, I'm being sent to places where people have been hidden, and God's getting ready to release them. How how, how plain can I say that? People are getting ready to be released. And they've been in their preparation stage. They've been hidden. Yes, they've attended churches. Yes, they know people. But people don't. But the people who they've been around really don't know, amen, uh, the great uh, treasure that God has poured into them, uh, the dimension of power and authority, amen, that resides in them. And they're uh, coming forth. And they're not going to come forth sheepishly, or timidly, amen, they're going to come forth in boldness and do a work of the Lord because these are the end times. So, uh, saints of God, as I, as I, as I close, if, um, if they are, if they're going to put weapons in the schools with the principals and the teachers, if, the, if this is what I see. And this, they're going to do this. If the weapons are going to be in school, if they're going to put on their armor in the schools against the enemy who wants to come in, how about the church? It's time for us to put on the whole, and that's that's the key. That's that's what that's the emphasis of what the Apostle Paul was attempting to say to the church at Ephesus. Put on the W-H-O-L-E, the whole armor of God, not part of it. And you see, that's, that's the idea. You can put part of it on. But he said put the whole armor of God on. And then some people uh, um, misread, I think it's verse 18, 
which is talks about prayer. Prayer is part of the armor, and um, because um, uh, we we can see first in the natural, then in the spiritual, we can see that they are that they are arming up. The, the NRA, the most powerful lobby in 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 DC, um, the executive uh, whatever man. They usually they usually do not come out and open and talk freely. They did last night, and so we see naturally that the world um, um, understands a principle that they got to put their armor on, or they're going to uh, they're going to be. Uh, 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 thank you, Apostle King. They're going to thank you, Holy Ghost. They're going to be ambushed, and so now. It's time, amen, for us not to hear me. We're we're supposed to love each other. We're supposed to forgive each other. But now we've come to a uh, crossroads. And uh, 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 Reverend uh, Graham is a uh, key crossroads that it it ain't it ain't time to be sparing people's feelings about the righteousness and the zealousness of God. The reason why he raises up a Jehu, Jehu didn't care how she felt. He had a mandate from God. And of, and of course, I know I can hear people's thinking right now. Yes, it's got to be according to the word of your Lord. Yes, directed by the Holy Spirit. No flesh. He had a zeal, amen, of God. Amen. He didn't care how they felt. When he when he got to Jezebel, she, uh, she had two eunuchs up there with her. Two people that aligned herself, amen, them, themselves to her. And uh, he, Jehu, uh, he came into the city and he said, cast her down. They cast her down and the dogs, the dogs ate her. The only thing that was left was a skull, her skull. When he when he comes when he comes after the 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 spirit of Athaliah was a spirit, it was a person, but it's a spirit. He came after Athaliah. He said, "Don't don't do it. Don't do it in the house of God. Take her out. Take her outside the house of God. Take her to the horse gate. Uh, take her to the place where um, 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 people want to operate in their in their own strength." And kill her, and because uh, we're in this we're in this place now, where we have to do explicitly what God is asking us to do, not sparing what feelings. As I as I um, as I think back um, when we were growing up in in holiness, um, we had mothers in the uh, church. There were people in the church. We used to hear testimonies of the oldest saints that would say this. Uh, those saints back then, you know, um, they were praying people. They were fasting people. They heard from God. They didn't have any education. Uh, they could see, you know, they could see uh, in the realm of the spirit. And they would, in some cases, they just looked at people and people people straightened up. Or they speak to, uh, 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 they would pull people aside. And and people respected them. They respected the elders then. 
um, um, and they they got right. There was a fear, a reverence for them, because they didn't spare they didn't spare feelings. But you know, uh, now that we're uh, in twenty eighteen, and uh, we're in a place of uh, technology and social media and whatever, you know, it's just not it's just not, uh, uh, it's just not uh, so right. Tell the truth. We got to mix it up. We got to soften it. We got to soften it. Uh, that won't work. And um, well, we thank God, Amen. We we thank God, Amen. Tonight, there are some God is raising up uh, a remnant that's been hidden in the house in the house of God. And he's unveiling them, amen, for this end time, last day, thrust of revival and harvest. And the key, one of the keys is, saints, the judgment must first begin, excuse me, in the house of God. And uh, so... um, Many uh, many are going to many are going to sleep this year. Many leaders. This is um, this is being released. Many leaders who have been given the opportunity to um, uh, shift away from the horse gate, from uh, the things of men. They've been given opportunity, times of repentance. Some are going to fall asleep. God is going to raise up um, a leadership that's going to obey him and not be so, uh, what's not going to be important to them is to do the fellowships or the organization's um, uh, traditions. They're going to obey God. If you are a prophet, if you are prophetic on this on this call, as I attempt to close, God's not looking. I'm repeating myself. God's not looking for you to prophesy about houses and lands and jobs. Um, we're to teach and preach and re- release and love. And uh, call people back unto God. Uh, some people teach in prophetic schools that um, the Old Testament prophet uh, would challenge the people concerning their sin. There's no difference for that in the New Testament. Uh, and uh, if you really love people, if you really love people, and you know, amen, that the direction that they're going to take is not of God, we need to pull them aside and share. And yes, take the risk, take the chance. They'll say that you're a devil and that wasn't from God. And uh, maybe they may disfellowship themselves with you. But saints, we have to get the blood uh, off of our hands. 
and say, thus saith the Lord, we are in a time of no toleration, no compromise. We're in a time where God is raising up, amen, a remnant, amen, that will arise and uproot the demonic systems and challenge them and speak against them in the name of Jesus. So, Father, I thank you, Lord God, amen, tonight for the words, Lord God, that uh, were released and spoken, amen, to this people. Father, amen, I thank you, Lord God, for your hand upon them. Oh, God, uh, thank you for waking them up, uh, raising them up, oh, God. Thank you for the unveiling of them, the revealing of them, bringing them out of the hidden places. Thank you for the preparation, oh God, in, in times of loneliness and times, amen, where they were by themselves, oh God, but you imparted, you downloaded in them. And now, Lord God, the season comes, amen, that you're going to release them. You're going to uh, give them the opportunities, the platforms, the places. Amen. The people to come into their lives to share and release, to build up the body, to bring forth the body, so that they can go forth and minister those things, amen, concerning you and to the sinner man, to the sinner woman, and bring them forth into the kingdom. Lord, I thank you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. So God bless you, saints. Um, uh, thank the Lord. Amen. Somebody gave me. Um, Somebody gave me the um, um, when I posted on Facebook. Uh, somebody created a uh, roundtable, and I was I was so delighted to see it. Um, uh, it's a roundtable, and the idea was uh, four years ago. How many ever years ago it was? I think that uh, we just wanted to have a say and and a response, and I just asked that you would keep the response. According to, amen, that which was released by me, by the Lord. So we open it up, amen, God bless you. And if those of you that want to share this with anybody for a replay, um, all you've got to do is go on to uh, www.talkshoe.com forward slash 129988. That code, uh, uh, talkshoe.com forward slash 129988. Eight, eight, and you'll be able to um, listen to the uh, replay if you want to share that. So we open it up, amen. God bless you. Anybody there? Uh, www.talkshoe.com forward slash 129988. 129988. So God bless you, amen. Can we get some response on the call tonight? God bless you, Apostle. This is Georgette. Bless you. Bless you. Um, I thank you for the word this evening. It felt as if it all was about me. <laughs> and and I know that probably is everyone that's saying that. But um, And it is true. Um, I can speak for myself. I have been here uh, for approximately 56 years, so I'm almost getting there to 60. Um, 
and I feel that that the Lord sometimes um, have us somewhere to prepare us, which is um, probably the test, all of the tests that he gives us of all of the storms and trials and tribulations that we go through um, so that he'll know we're prepared. So I guess it's not by my time, but by his time. And, yes, um, boldness is the main uh, criteria that you would need for for this this uh, fight because it, that's what it feels like. Um, and, and I guess you can say it is spiritual warfare. Um, I just thank God that I have my, my warrior angels around me to protect me as I do the work of the Lord. So, again, I, I thank you, and God bless you. And God bless you. Um, um, God bless you, woman of God. Amen. Others? Anyone? Amen. Please come. I'm, I'm usually always, the, I tend to be the first one to speak, so I thought I'd give somebody else an opportunity. This is so um, uh, what what's what's the word? Um, I'm I'm almost speechless. It's it's um, I I can't even think of the word. I'm it it's it was a powerful clear prophetic word you just gave and part of what struck me is that um, we have talked about age before and people that know me know that I really don't pay attention to age and it's not a denial you know I my body has been on the earth for a certain number of years but but I am eternal so that's kind of the way that I think and I don't really I'm not conscious of the years on the calendar and uh, I often have to ask my daughter or grandchildren how old I am because I just don't pay attention to it. Um, But for some reason here in the last week or so, my age has, that's all that has been, it's been running around in my mind. It's like, do you know that you're 63? I think, I think I'm 63. Uh, anyway, somewhere around in there. Um, and and it's like an amazement, like, wow, you're 63. That's pretty cool. You know, and you're doing, you're healthy fairly well. You you know, you're getting around. You're not feeling older. You know, it's like, man, but do you know you're 63? Like, when did that happen? But it's a good feeling. I don't feel old, I don't know what old feels like, but I don't feel uh, like it's time to stop or retire. You know, it's, it's, it's more been more like, this is a good time to get started. 
because I feel physically, for the most part, pretty good. I am more confident, more mature, um, more self-controlled. And so it's just funny. Now, I guess I understand why my age has been uh, kind of playing around in my head because of, of what you have been saying. It's it's kind of funny, I guess. It's a little unique type of thinking. Um, this, this has been an interesting um Prophetic night. Uh, I have to kind of meditate on on some of this, but I feel, as Prophet Georgette said, that you may as well have just said, Pastor Cheryl, this lesson is for you tonight. This, this is everybody else can listen, but this is just for you. That's just kind of how it felt like for me tonight too. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Thank God. Some others. Amen. Response, please. Feedback. Um, come on, thanks. Come on, thanks. Feedback, please. Well, well, well. Praise the Lord, everybody. Yes, God bless you. Praise, Praise the Lord. Lord. It got so quiet on there. I'm like, okay, Lord. All right. I'm just going to have to say what I need to say. <laughs> Lord, Jesus. You know, um, I absolutely um, agree that uh, what you spoke about tonight, Apostle, was on point. And there was a few um, few things that came out of that that uh, God brought to me, the Spirit brought to me. And it was a matter that, uh, yes, definitely God uh, puts us through a preparation. And uh, so we get confronted with certain things and issues and things like that. But it is for our spiritual growth. Um, When I was looking at uh, uh, Chronicles, uh, there were a couple of things there that shot out to me that uh, love fulfills the law. It is about love, and it's about how we bring that out in people, no matter who we deal with and, and whatever, because uh, as you said, we don't war against flesh and blood. It's really about principalities and powers. There's all kind of a spiritual wickedness in high places and things like that, and we have to be very vigilant. But it is about walking in the spirit and being able to pray without ceasing and if we continue to walk in the spirit, God will release things to us that will show us what is and what isn't uh, real, so to speak, what I might say real, or what is harmful in the way of the saints. And so we have to protect each other and we have to protect each other in love. Um, you know, sometimes um, that Jezebel spirit comes up and it's a spirit of influence and it, it causes um a lot of division, and uh, I was reading in, um, I wrote it down, where was I? I was reading out of, uh, I'll get it in a minute, I just had that, and 
it brought on another another um, verse that uh, God was speaking to um, James and John uh, about some things when they came into Jerusalem, and there was someone that was rebuking, rebuking spirits in Jesus' name, but they just weren't following these people. They might have been somebody that had been hidden, but uh, God forbid them not to uh, be upset about this because um, it, it was about um, this person had not uh, spoken against us. He is with us because it was in Luke, Luke 9 and uh, 55, if you will. Uh, it was a matter that they were out there and uh, Jesus was trying to tell them that, um, you know, uh, it's about uh if they're not against us, they are actually for us. You've got to know who you're with and who you're not with. You have to understand what your surroundings are about and who who you're dealing with. And uh, and, and I think it, it all matters uh, if, if, if the Spirit is talking to you about a certain situation and um, he wants you to move in it, you, you're supposed to move in it. And, and at the same time, he's not going to let you harm the saints while you do that, you know, you, you try to protect people from these spirits. And I really think that's what it's about. Um, uh, we have to watch over our brothers and sisters. And that's why I came off with love fulfills the law, because uh, if we walk in love, uh, it's truly a walk in the spirit. And um, sometimes uh, we don't all have our uh, whole armor of God on. Our shield and buckler may not be uh, connected or something. Maybe the helmet not on or something. You know, sometimes we're not totally um, prepared, and and that's what God wants us to be. He truly wants us to be uh, prepared. And so, uh, when that happens, and uh, the spirit would know how we are supposed to deal with these things, because you truly, like you said, yeah, you do have to be bold when you talk about the spirits. And you have to uh, release them from the atmosphere because it's easy to connect to other spirits and connect to uh, the flesh and blood and and draw in under the spirit of Jezebel to cause that spirit to move in different areas. And so we have to control the atmosphere. God wants us in place to control the atmosphere. So we have to more or less understand that that's, that's just what we're supposed to do is things, and, and that brings in uh, the opportunity to be able to go out and, and, and uh, bring in other uh, people into the pasture, into the kingdom. Um, this is really about kingdom building and how we're supposed to do and prepare ourselves. Uh, we can't build the kingdom if we don't have our tools and our equipment. Uh, it's like building a house. You can't go just with your hands, you know, in your flesh. You've got to be equipped. So you do have to be vigilant and make sure that the atmosphere is clear before you can start building. And so if it's raining and you want to pour some con- concrete, it ain't going to work. So I, that's all I'm, I'm thinking about through what you said, and I appreciate the word tonight. Amen. Amen. Amen, Elder. Um, you know, when you were speaking, what comes what comes to my mind, you know, we're going to have this conference in uh, June. And while you were talking, uh, Shaw, what came to me was the, the most important part of that conference is the preparation, the activity of prayer and fasting 
amen, for it and for the things to happen there. Yes. That's the primary uh, focus. That, 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 that's the number one thing, is the time spent calling upon uh, the name of the Lord. Amen. Um, nevertheless, um, others, who else? Praise the Lord. This is uh, Pastor Denise. Bless you. Bless you. And we just thank the Lord for uh, what has all gone forth already, the information that we received, the the um, just a reflection on looking back on where we've come from and, and where we are now in God and how, uh, yes, I'm in my early 50s and this is the time that God has chosen to do, I believe, some of the greatest things in my life. Um, I sure I did some things in ministry as I was coming forward, and I believe that the enemy he recognized who I was because there were some things that tried to sabotage me or tried to ambush me uh, as I was coming along, and there were some that identify a long time ago who who it was that God was bringing me to in this time, and they did try to to block it. They, you know, tried to do it on the sidebar. That means they're not open with it, but on the side, I can see back now, I can look back now and see some things that were trying to deter uh, me from the path that that God had and, you know, the journey that I had to take. So um, we just thank God for... um, it, you know, uh, although there were some obstacles and although there were some distractions and, and you know, not all uh, upon, you know, other people that did it to me, but even some things that I may have done that had caused a delay in where I needed to, to be at, God knew the timing and he met me in the right time. So I just thank God for that and, and just for the uh, the information that was released on tonight. God bless you. Amen, Pastor Janine. Anyone else on the call? Anyone else? Um, I want to say that um, I'm 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 not doing this. Um, I'm not being partial when I do this. But Apostle King, you have a you have a call on Tuesday nights at eight o'clock or eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time, correct? Yes, sir. It sure is. And I want you to share that on the call. And um, um, again, please, moment of God, um, also share whatever else, and and uh, you know about that. And then I want Pastor Cheryl. I want you to share what you're doing on Friday nights. Amen. Yes, sir. Also, King, please. Amen. Amen. Um, Yes. Like I said, good evening to everyone. Uh, every Tuesday night, the International Tuesday Roundtable Conference Line uh, starts at 8 o'clock East Coast and 7 Central, um, and the number is 774-220-4000. That's 774-220-4000, and the access code is 497-4382-POUND. But I want to truly say that uh, the word that you uh, brought forth uh, is truly confirmed because the first of January, I uh, I 
prophesy all what is happening now, uh, even down to Billy Graham. Uh, and the Lord said that we would know uh, uh, this is going to take a, take place because of the things that God is doing um, in the spiritual realm. And when you said that God was going to uh, begin to take down and and pull up, that's what he's doing. Uh, if people are not paying attention, it is because they're not in tune with the spirit of God is saying. And, and when the Lord is speaking to the body of Christ, he, he's saying to us, he that has an ear, let him hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying unto the church. So, uh, I, I, you know, I am just so excited about what God has been speaking. And when I heard it that morning, I jumped up and and it took me back into that where I, God allowed me to share in January of Facebook Live. Uh, and I began to prophesy uh, concerning even down to the president uh, position, the number 45, that what it was representing uh, spiritually uh, what was getting ready to transpire. So everything that God has been speaking is profound and it is coming forth in such a measure that people have to pay attention because God is pulling down, but he's pulling up. And for those that have been sitting back in, in the cut, just like the, all of us, God is pulling us, he's pulling us up. So greater is he that in the inside of you is getting ready to come alive and is coming and is coming with force and power uh, because there's no longer going to be that whip spirit, that, that spirit that's afraid to speak. I, I often say that either you're going to be a, 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 a jelly bath or you're going to have to have some backbone to you because in this time and in this season that we have to be so in tune with God and we have to be able to hear what thus said the Lord to the body of Christ. So everything that God is releasing, people of God and every leader on here began to pay very much attention how God is moving. Uh, this was a, uh, a signal or a sign uh, to the body of Christ when uh, Billy Graham went out of here. So spiritually, get ready. For those that are not in tune, you better tune up quick because this is that time that God is getting ready to bring us forth. Thank you. Thank you, thank you Apostle King. Thank you, Apostle King. And again, her, um, her roundtable number is seven. Uh, well, let me, before I read this, thank uh, you know, some of you are calling in on this line. You know you can also log in. You can actually log in and see the um, and 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 see what I see. Everybody's. I don't see names unless you have a talk show account. But I see Northwest Indiana, North Georgia, New York, Central Indiana, et cetera, et cetera. But her um, roundtable number seven seven four two two zero four thousand. Code is four nine seven. Four three eight two. Thank you, Apostle. I mean, Pastor uh, Hickson. God bless you, sir. Um, we every Friday at eight o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time, Beyond the Door Ministries uh, is open for prayer. <clears throat> we do have a brief message to sort of lead us 
into prayer. We will accept prayer requests. I generally do not record on Friday because we want to give people the opportunity to be free if there's something they need to discuss uh, as they request prayer. Um, the number to call in is 712-451-0011. The access code is 270-404-POUND. Um, you can be as anonymous as you choose to be. If It always asks you to identify yourself. You don't have to if you choose not to. Um, but it's it's a relaxed and easy place to share, to ask questions, and to pray and have prayers provided. All are welcome. Thank you, Pastor Hickson. Um, so uh, before we, um, can you repeat? Somebody's asking, can you repeat that information, please, again? The code, the phone number, etc. The um, number to dial in at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time is 712-451-0011. And the access code is 270-404-POUND. Thank you again, Pastor Hickson. Before, before, before we close, we... Uh, appreciate everybody coming on the call tonight. Um, I thank God, Amen. Um, I'm looking at uh, places. I'm thinking that uh, um, Jennifer, are you on the call? Um, yes, my mother must have told you because I know you would have not known that <laughs> unless she told you that. Well, it may bless you. So I I was inquiring who since we're Indiana was. And uh, we thank God, Amen, uh, for you, woman of God. Uh, allow me just to uh, allow me just to say this. Uh, uh, I know you all in close proximity to uh, the Chicago area. We say that uh, over here in Cleveland, we say uh, Chicago is the windy city, <laughs> and um, there is a uh, fresh wind blowing your way, woman of God. A fresh wind blowing your way. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Good to hear from you. Amen. God bless you all. Um, thank you all. Support everybody's uh, ministry if you can. Um, we're going to be releasing um, information about our, our, the conference speakers, and uh, we're gonna. In fact, let, allow me to um, allow me to say this. Um, we're gonna have workshops in June. And if I can remember the three of them, I've asked Apostle uh, Sandra Smith to uh, come forth with those um, workshop topics. One is going to be um, a prayer and healing clinic. One is going to be um, understanding the prophetic. And uh, lastly, a one that's dear to my heart, and I feel that it's very necessary uh, for this to uh, be uh, taught is ministering in a multicultural environment because 
I shared with you all a couple of nights ago, and, and I know it's going on 10 o'clock. I got to get off this. Share with you all a couple of uh, months ago. Get your get your passports. You know, some of you all are going to be ministering to people of other. Um, allow me to say this: before you go to sleep, some of you are going to be ministering to people in other nations. I know that's a bold statement. Before you go to sleep. Some of you will be ministering to people in other nations. And uh, we have to understand, amen, multiculturalism in the body of Christ is is vitally vitally important. That's a whole different topic or discussion or or roundtable. So God bless you. Uh, Thank you, Uh, Pastor Neen. Amen. Uh, Would you have the last uh, words and uh, releases, if all? Excuse me, Apostle? Yes. Hi, I'm sorry. This is Larry. I'm sorry. I got on a little bit late, but I just wanted to say praise the Lord and uh, hello to everybody. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Praise the Lord, sir. Thank you for coming on. Did you, Thank uh, you. Did, did you hear anything that um, you want to comment on? Before we uh, no, sir. Not at this time. Thank you, though. Amen. Bless you, sir. I'll bless you, Larry. Again, that wasn't intentional. Pastor me, please. Amen. We we thank God again for everything that has uh, gone forth on tonight. And uh, remember, you can go back and listen to repeat and bring some more information that maybe he was uh, going past and you didn't get to jot it down, but you can go back and uh, just listen to it and write some things down. Don't leave any nuggets on the table. Amen. So, uh, Heavenly Father, we praise and we thank you tonight for our gathering together. Um, on this call on tonight, Lord God. Thank you for the information that uh, has been shared with us to enlighten us, oh God. Uh, Thank you for the the golden nuggets, oh God, the valuable information that we have uh, received, Lord God. Let us just take it, Lord, and and just um, uh, uh, just really uh, uh, feast on this and and drink of this, Lord God, that we may have the strength, oh God, that we need to move forward in these last and evil days and that we would go out there, Lord God, and snatch souls uh, back out of the fire for for your glory, in Jesus' name we pray. God bless you. Amen. God bless you, everybody. Have a wonderful night. Amen. Thank Good night. You. God bless.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.